So I feel pretty crummy today, both physically and mentally. Um, I'm staying home, you know, not doing any Ubering today. So I thought I would record this. I've been putting it off because it's very unpleasant to think about and to talk about. But, you know, I want to inform you all about what's been going on. As you can see from the show art, one of the things that's been going on is that I lost another cat. You know, uh, Laverne and Shirley are both gone now, less, less than two months apart, you know. And uh, unfortunately, I think it was my fault, this second one. Um, you know, they both had overactive thyroids hyperthyroidism, Laverne and Shirley did. And uh, to control it, I was giving them both this medication called methamazole, which is a, a cream that it comes in like a pen type thing. And you, you it, it, it's got a little clicker that, that dispenses a certain amount on the head of the pen. And then you rub it in, inside their ear and uh, um, it gets absorbed into the body. Well, Shirley hated that. Um, if you ever saw her when we were on the exit ramp, you might remember that she had a cauliflower ear. And that was from where she uh, shook her head and, uh, violently uh, and, and clawed her ear. Uh, every time I put that methamazole in it, it irritated her so much. And something, I don't know if it was this or not, but something made her so uncomfortable that she would pull these big clumps of fur out of herself and you'd find them lying around on the floor or in her bed or wherever, you know. They would accumulate in the corners of the bed. Well, when Laverne got so sick with her kidney problems and she had to go to the hospital and spend a week there, um, they stopped her methamazole altogether. And because Shirley hated it so bad, I this was a mistake. I took it on myself to reduce her dosage too. Instead of giving it to her twice a day, five milligrams twice a day, I only gave it to her once a day. And if her ears were bothering her really bad, sometimes I'd skip a day altogether. I didn't think her hyperthyroidism uh, was quite as bad as Laverne's anyway because she always carried more weight than Laverne did, you know. And when you're hyperthyroid, you tend to uh, lose weight. Um, well, apparently I was wrong. Dr. Dave was stupid. Uh, after Laverne passed, Shirley got sick and stopped eating. I, I, and I, I thought she had a cold. She was sneezing, you know, a lot. And uh, so I took her to the vet, told her that they had a cold. And, but, you know, her, her pulse and her temperature were both too high. And they ran some tests on her and decided that it was from that hyperthyroidism. So I fessed up, you know, <laughs> said I'd... I cut her dosage and I'd get her back on her full dosage and 
we decided we'd recheck her in a couple of weeks. Well, that said she was afraid she would stroke out if we didn't get her thyroid levels back down. Um, in a couple of days, the, the, the weekend was coming around, so I called the vet on Friday and asked her if she uh, could, uh, could see Shirley on Saturday morning, but she wasn't going to be there. Um, you know, as usual, they always got the sickest when the office was going to be closed. That's why I initially ended up taking Laverne to the animal hospital. So since she wasn't going to be there, her vet made me an appointment with a different vet, um, you know, at the same place. And when I took her in, her temperature, instead of being way up, was way down. It was too far down. And she was cold. I had noticed her feet were cold, pads of her feet. They said her pulse was slow, and this vet said she thought she'd either had a stroke or a heart attack, and that made sense because of what the first vet said, you know, that she was afraid she'd stroke out if we didn't get the levels down. Well, there really wasn't much of anything they could do except run the same test. Anyway, that's what this vet told me. So run the same test that the other vet had just run a couple days ago, and I, I could take her home. She would probably pass away over the weekend, or they could euthanize her. I said, well, what are you recommending? I, you know, you think I should just take her home and, and let her die, or, or what? And she said, well, you know, her quality of life is not going to be any good at all. And, you know... We talked about how you don't really know how much a cat is suffering because, you know, they're so stoic. They put up with everything, and they they, they don't tell you much about uh, how they're feeling, you know, unless they're, they're really, really just, you know, in terrible pain. So we talked about the quality of life. I don't know if it was the right thing to do or not. I had gone there with the intention of waiting until she saw her regular vet, but I don't know. I decided to go ahead and let her go. She had just been so uncomfortable for so long, and she was so confused when her mama died. Lisa, I mean. You know, she kept looking for, I've talked about this before, that she kept looking for, I'd have to take her out to the garage, you know, where Lisa had her workshop, and I'd show her that she wasn't there anymore. You know, from the beginning, it was like Shirley was Lisa's cat, and Laverne was mine. They, they took up with us like that from the very first day we went to see them. Lisa would tell me later on that we weren't supposed to have favorites, but, you know, you don't always have a choice. Your brain can't always tell your heart what to do. Still, um, just because Laverne was my favorite didn't mean that I didn't love Shirley, too especially after Lisa died and she seemed so lost without her. That's been over two years now, which is over 10 cat years. <laughs> so now, 
they're all three gone. And I'm left with uh, Lenny and Squiggy and Mr. Bean. Three more to go through this with eventually, if I make it that long. I hope I do, because I don't know what would happen to them if I didn't. If I, uh, if I make it that long and I'm still healthy, I'll just close up the house and take off on that Route 66 road trip I've been talking about uh, for a while now. You, you might remember that I got really excited because this girl, Alex, from Cincinnati said she'd go with me. Uh, but now... That's never going to happen. And the reason it's never going to happen is because she died too. You know, in between of Laverne and Shirley. You know, Laverne went in September. Alex went in October. Shirley went in November. It's like I'm a death jinx. You know, I knew this girl was sick. I knew she was in the hospital. She was at Mercy West. Um... Well, she was first at New Sea Hospital, and then they transferred her to Mercy West. You know, I didn't, th I, I didn't think she was going to die. She was too young to die. But you know, when they were getting ready to transfer her from UC to Mercy, I did text her a picture of my dad and my son, uh, with my son sitting on a pony that my dad had bought for him. And, I told her that, you know, they were all three gone now, my dad, my son, and the pony, and I told her to please stay alive for me. So I had, you know, I, I had that fear anyway. Well, she texted me back, and she said she was definitely not going anywhere. <laughs> but, you know, best laid plans of, Mice and men. She was wrong. She went somewhere. Don't know exactly where, but I hope it's not a bad place. Um, my dad, you know, speaking of my dad, he, he probably didn't think he was going anywhere either uh, on the, that Thanksgiving Eve back in the late 90s when he... Uh, he thought he was going somewhere. He thought he was just going across the road and back. Uh, we were all supposed to meet at a Cracker Barrel the next day for, for Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, Lisa and I, and Mom and Dad, and my sister and her husband. Maybe my son, too. I can't remember if he was going to be there, if he was going to be at his mom's. But anyway... The church where mom and dad went always took meals around to the old folks in the neighborhood for Thanksgiving and probably Christmas too. I don't, I don't remember. But, but, you know, my dad uh, thought he had stomach problems. I don't know if he really did or not, but he, he, he never would eat after five o'clock in the evening because he said it. You know, it would hurt his stomach at night if he if he ate too late. Uh, and so they brought they brought him their meals after five o'clock. Uh, 
And there was no point in saving it for the next day because, you know, we were going to Cracker Barrel. Well, he had a renter who was more of a squatter, really. But that's another story. <laughs> uh, and there, he, just, he lived across the road in the little white house that we used to live in before, the, before we moved to the Bedford Stone house, uh, the ranch-style house, uh, um, where we where they lived, you know, until they died. Um, well, he decided to take his plate over to the, the renter. You know, Dad was in his 90s, but he was still in good shape. You know, he used to climb a big hill that was across the road next to the barn, you know. It's like every day he'd go and climb to the top and back, you know. It was his... Uh, um, health regimen. Watch out, cats. Lenny, what are you doing, boy? Leave that white boy alone. Bean, you're bigger than him. Why don't you just whoop him? Lenny always picks on Bean, and Bean puts up with it, even though he's bigger. I don't know what's up. He's a gentle giant. But anyway, um, so Dad was in good shape. <laughs> well, until the car hit him. You know, he made it across the road okay and, and delivered the meal, but he didn't make it back. You know, it was that time of day when the light wasn't good. It was like twilight type deal. You know, he was doing a good deed, you know, um, like Roberto Clemente, you know, taking <laughs> taking food to um, his people, I don't know, on whatever island it was, but, you know, Dad was doing a good deed, taking a meal to his renter, but you you know, you've heard it said, I'm sure, that no good deed shall go unpunished. And I, I, I have found that to be true in a lot of cases. So, you know, I was trying to do a good deed for Shirley, not irritate her ears so much. That didn't work out. And I'm afraid that, um, you know, the things that I, I, I tried to do for Alex, you know, may have, uh, may have contributed to her death too. Little Alex, <laughs> she was just five feet tall. Five foot zero. <laughs> I, I I used to kid her that I liked to to give her hugs standing up because I could rest my chin on top of her head. <laughs> you know, I didn't hear from her for a few days after she said she was going to be transferred, but I did call Mercy West and verified that she was there. I, I got her room number and so on, sent her a get well card. She ended up never getting it. 
you know, finally I, I, I heard from her by text and she said she, she was getting scared. I said I'd like to come up and visit her and she said no. Her sister and her cousin was there. Plus she was going number two a lot in the in the, the little bed potty thing she called the you know the bedpan. And she said, it's all diarrhea, and I, I can't do that in front of you. I told her, you know, if I if she needed me to, I'd come up and hold her hand while she went number two, and I wouldn't mind. And she said she knew, but she still didn't want me to come. Didn't want me to see her that way. Anyway. I think I might have contributed to it. I ended up sending her some money to pay for some tests that she said her insurance wouldn't cover. Then it, it wasn't long after that shit that she uh, checked herself out of the hospital. Um, probably against medical advice. I don't know that for sure, but I can't imagine that they uh, advised her to check herself out. She went home to her apartment and, and 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 she ended up dying. I heard she had a diaper on when they found her, so I guess the diarrhea thing was true. Um, we haven't heard a definitive cause of death yet. At least I haven't. If anybody else has heard, they haven't told me. The, the, the last I heard, they were waiting on a toxicology report that tells you anything you know I may never find out for sure because I, I don't know if anybody will tell me and uh, I know from experience that these reports and death certificates and so on don't always give you a clear-cut answer you expect them to but they don't when my son died I never really found out you know if it was because of drugs or not, he uh, he had drug problems. I had talked to him by phone the night before. He said his legs were hurting him and he was going to get in a hot bath and see if that would help. And um, then I never could get hold of him after that. Uh, you know, which wasn't unusual. He would conk out for long periods of time, you know, go to sleep or pass out or whatever. But um, in the next day, when I still couldn't get a hold of him, I, I made that two-hour drive down there to the old homestead where he was staying in the Bedford Stone house. And uh, when I went in, I could hear the water running, so I knew something was bad wrong. You know, the bathtub was overflowing and it was running down into the heat vents. You know, the heat vents were in the floor, you know, level with the floor. And, and you know, he was in the floor in the bathroom and he was naked, you know, like he'd been about to get in the bath or he'd just got out or something. And, and he was cold. And I called 911. And the EMTs came and they worked on him for a while, but didn't do any good. Um, when I finally got the 
death certificate. Um, it really didn't say what exactly killed him. Um, I believe it said something about a possible cardiac event. But, you know, he'd been abusing drugs and alcohol for a long time, was a very heavy smoker, ate a very poor diet. So it was probably a combination of things that ended up killing him. Now, the, the drugs got started because his mother had to take a lot of pain pills because, you know, she had been in an accident that, that crushed a lot of bones and made her be in a lot of pain. And he was staying with her at the time. So I'm thinking it all got started with him uh, um, dipping into her stash. Now, how that got started with her, she'd been on her way to work one morning. And she was running late as usual. This was after we'd been divorced for a number of years. And uh, she uh, stopped at a convenience store to get a soft drink or something, you know, before she headed on into work. And she was just going to leave the car running while she ran inside. But, you know, in a hurry, you know, threw that gear shift up, uh, trying to get it into park, but she didn't make it that far. She just, you know, it, it, it hit reverse and stopped. And uh, so when she was jumping out of the car, the car was rolling backwards. And she, she tried to get back in, but the door knocked her down. And, and then the uh, front left wheel ran over. Uh, and, you know, she had just pulled up into, she didn't pull into a parking space. She just pulled like into the parking lot. So there was a lot of room. And because of the way that the steering wheel was turned, uh, this car went backwards in a big circle, round and around the parking lot. And every time it'd go around, it'd, it'd run over. You know, and it ran over two or three times more before some guy was uh, able to jump into it and stop it. I, I guess, you know, I guess they could have pulled her out of the way, but, you know, you're not really supposed to move so <laughs> body uh you know when they when they've had such injuries but i think i would have probably moved her uh regardless of of the consequences if the car was going to turn you know go round and round and run over again and again we call that car uh christine after after that and uh you know it crushed a bunch of her bones. It was a it was a big, heavy car. I think it was a Ford LTD from the seventies. So she needed to take a bunch of opioids for the rest of her life, which wasn't all that long. She died when she was fifty, and I guess that's when my son got his start got started taking them. And. Um, After she died, and that uh, her her supply dried up, I always had to wonder if I gave him money, was he spending it on drugs? So I guess maybe I I contributed to his death too. 
you know, I'm I'm just a death jinx. I kill everybody and everything that um, I care about. You know, I don't do it on purpose, but I have no judgment, apparently. But, you know, what are you going to do? you got to give them some money. You know, your son, you got to give him some money. You can't monitor it, you know, every dollar that he spends, um, especially once he gets some age on him. So, you know, I, 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 uh, I, I guess I contributed to Laverne's death, too, you know, because I always thought, you know, I got that bug and I might have passed it on to her and that might have triggered, you know, her problems, made them come to a head prematurely, you know, she would have probably gone from them anyway. I mean... These cats were 16 and a half, uh, in Shirley's case, 16 and three quarters years old. Um, so they weren't going to live much longer. But, you know, I think I, I caused them to die. I caused... Um, my son to die. Caused maybe caused little Alex to die. Um, she was little. <laughs> like, you know, five feet tall, like I said. She wore a size six shoe, and she wore um, petite, small, or extra small, even, in some, some things. I know um, a bunch of little details about her, you know, not all of which have to do with her size, you know. You know, like her, her favorite color was pink. Her favorite holidays were Halloween and Christmas. Um, I don't know if they were her favorite shows or not, but she loved watching Yellowstone and Riverdale. <laughs> I, I know you know about Yellowstone. Riverdale is that, uh, I think it's stupid, stupid uh, show that's based on the Archie comics. But, you know, they're... They're um, a little bit older than they were in the comic books, and uh, I don't know. They're just some things I can't get used to. Like, I, I can't get used to seeing um, uh, Veronica and Reggie in bed together. That's <laughs> uh, crazy. Uh, you know... So she loved the Yellowstone and Riverdale. She loved snacking on Grippo's barbecue chips and regular Coke. I've got a eight pack of regular Coke in my fridge now. I don't know what I'm gonna do because I was thinking she was coming down here at some point. I had I had a big bag of the, the Grippo's barbecue chips too, but um, I've already consumed them even though they're not really to my taste. They're way too hot for me and they, they have too much of that powdery stuff. But uh, 
She had a case of those chips. Had a case of those chips in her apartment. <laughs> a whole case of them. She's crazy. <sighs> Let's see. What else did? What else were her favorites? She liked to go to Outback for dinner and Bob Evans for breakfast. Um. Now we don't have a Bob Evans down here close to where I live. You know, there's one in Lexington, but it's a little hard to get to. So when she came down here, we went to Cracker Barrel for breakfast. But, you know, whenever I was up there, we'd go to uh, uh, this one particular Bob Evans. It was close to where she lived. And she knew all the waitresses there. And <laughs> she'd encourage me to be a big tipper so that uh, it would impress them. Um, I don't know. Maybe she was getting a kickback from them. I don't know. I wish we could have gone a few more uh, places together. I'd ask her out and she'd say yes. But then something would happen most of the time that she couldn't go. Like I wanted us to go to Mammoth Cave and stay in the Wigwam Village Motel down there. You know, this um, one of three remaining. The other two were on Route 66, and that's, you know, where I got the idea to go to Mammoth Cave because it would be like a little mini Route 66 thing to go and stay in a wig wigwam. Actually, a teepee, a concrete teepee, you know, not a real teepee. You know, it's, it's buildings built to look like a teepee, you know. So that was like a... A, a second best alternative when it finally became apparent that she wasn't going to uh, go on that long of a trip with me. You know, she had too many things going on in Cincinnati. And uh, so I got the idea for this Mammoth Cave trip, but that didn't work out either. Uh, I think that might have been my fault, actually. I believe she was ready to go, but something happened. And I couldn't go. Maybe that was when, maybe that was when my um, bathroom got flooded. Huh. Second mention of a, of a bathroom flood in this show. But anyway, I was um, my toilet. It was. Um, It got to where it wouldn't shut off, you know, like so many toilets do. It wouldn't it wouldn't shut off when the tank was full. And so I got in the habit of reaching down and turning off the, the little, um, um, turning off the water at the wall there, just right next to the toilet. And um, so that it wouldn't, so... I guess I I, I, uh, I worked it back and forth too many times. I turned it on and off too many times. And at one point, I was doing this, and the stupid thing just flew off, and the water spewed out. <sighs> oh, my God. It's what a mess. I've got um, one of my... 
laminate floorboards is, is warped as a result. The one just right outside the bathroom door, you know, just kind of sticks up. Now it's not soft and spongy, so I don't think it's rotted out under there, at, at least on the subflooring, whatever. But, um, you know, it doesn't look good. And if you're, you don't want to be walking around in bare feet or you're liable to um, cut your foot on it. But anyway, regardless of, of what it was, I think it was something that kept me from going and pick her, picking her up and taking her to me. Now, now, come to think of it, I think what it was is that I couldn't, I ended up not being able to get the reservations for when we wanted to go. Anyway, she was supposed to go with me to that, but it didn't work out. She was supposed to go with me to the Pokey Lafarge concert in Frankfurt a few months ago, but I ended up going by myself. You know, I kept... Now, she did go with me to the cottages uh, near the Noah's Ark theme park up in northern Kentucky, but she ended up leaving early and us not going to the Ark because of uh, her sister being deathly ill, you know, and turned out that she was deathly ill and I couldn't figure out, you know, what, what it was, you know. Uh, I couldn't, I thought she was making it up as an excuse, you know, so she didn't have to stay for the, for the Noah's Ark. I don't know. But, you know, there were so many things that um, I'd think she was making up, and then I'd find out later that it really had been true. <laughs> so after, after a while, I was scared not to believe her. Uh, you know, I, I do think she cared a little bit about me anyway. She, when she was in the hospital, she'd uh, keep track of where I was uh, driving Uber. There's an app feature called Follow My Ride, and, uh, you know, you can designate somebody, you know, give, give them their phone, and, and when, you, when you start Ubering, it'll notify them, and they can... They can follow you on a map. And, and, you know, when she was bored, especially when she was in the hospital, it would keep her entertained um, to follow along with me. She'd call it following my adventures. And uh, sometimes it would freeze up on her and she'd have to call and text me call or text me and uh, ask me to resend the location as she called it or you know so at least I know she was thinking about me she was uh, you know following along with me she even called me on one of my long drives to the Louisville airport with a, <laughs> a black guy that was headed out to LA for uh, he was in the import business uh, some importing some sort of merchandise 
and uh, she called me and uh, and told me that you know the 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 and it was raining it was raining like crazy and uh, I had had the rider in the car and my phone was hooked up to the to the speakers on the car so you know he was hearing everything that was being said and and she would tell me to uh, you know send my location when I got a chance so that she could follow along with me and um, and then she ended up she, she said okay love you and uh, I, I guess the guy could tell you know that she was considerably younger than me because he said he asked me you know how old she was and I, I told him <laughs> he said okay player <laughs> you know I, I got new respect for you but uh, uh, man I don't know I'd have no respect for myself because of all this stuff you know she was thinking about me anyway but she can't think about me anymore at least I don't I don't know if she can think about me anymore I'm going to I'm going to have a a reading from a medium uh, here uh, in very early February guy that I've had readings with before you know after Lisa died I'd like to hear from her I'd like to hear from little Alex I'd like to hear if Laverne and Shirley are with Lisa, you know, or, or what's going on, you know. People talk about cats going to kitty heaven, but I don't see why they couldn't just go to regular heaven, you know. And 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 these mediums don't either because they will they will tell you they will talk about a certain pet that you have being being with so-and-so like my dad had a couple of my dogs that I had when I was young or I had one of my dogs and, and one of Joyce's dogs one of my sister's dogs and uh, I don't know So anyway, I'm hoping Lisa and Alex will both check in. You know, anybody else that's gone on before, my son, mom, dad, my sister, whoever. You know, so many of the, the people and the animals that I cared about have died tragically. You know, I think I've told the story about how how my, my Doberman killer got killed um, on the road. You know, all the animals, all the animals that I had growing up, they'd get killed on that road, you know, and then, and then my dad got killed on the road too. It's like, it's, it's a deadly, deadly road. Especially because, you know, it bifurcated the farm, you know, and you'd have to go back and forth. Um, 
on it. Uh, so there's these animals. Um, all my all my chickens would get killed. You, you remember me talking about how about how about uh, baby chicks one one year when I was little and tried to raise them and they all got killed pretty much. My cat. Uh, one of my cats. I remember. I'd got hit, hit, got hit on the road, and they. Mom and Dad had it in a cardboard box, by the heat register. And uh, they told me that it was. It got hit. I was, the bus was on the way, the school bus. I didn't have time to be with it before I went. And then when I got back, it was gone. Yeah. Lisa and my sister both had pancreatic cancer. <clears throat> That's one of the worst kinds, if you know anything about it. You know, it's it's very it's a very accelerated process. You know, I had a friend that died of AIDS. I had another one that um, was fishing, night fishing, and I guess he stood up to pee or something and fell out of the boat and drowned. Another guy was with him, but he couldn't he couldn't see him, couldn't couldn't find him in the dark. Um, had another friend that was had started driving for UPS and you know how they used to drive around with their doors open and he was doing that he didn't have his um, seat belt on and he kind of ran out of the ran out of the road hit the ditch and threw him out and then the truck rolled over on him yeah you know? I still remember, you know, the service that they had for him at the cemetery and play, played stuff like Stairway to Heaven. And, you know, he taught me to play Stairway to Heaven on the guitar. Cool guy. You know, it really does sometimes seems like that I'm some kind of a death jinx. And, and, you know, well, this wouldn't apply to the early stuff, but, well, unless he was looking ahead, but maybe God's saying, uh, using that royal we and saying we're not amused about that sermon series you're doing. <laughs> He's uh, trying to teach me a lesson by killing everybody off, you know, everybody and everything that I care about. You know, and, 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 he did that in the book of Job. Um, well, at least he let the devil do it or Satan, whatever. Well, it was, it was uh, whatever, uh, whatever you want to call it. One of his, uh, one of the sons of God, you know, the, one of the fallen sons of God, um, which doesn't mean if, if, 
necessarily that they've fallen spiritually, but, you know, they fell to earth, you know, and uh, kind of intermingled with the uh, humans. But, um, you know, I need to talk about that in the sermons. I mean, I'll stop doing sermons. I, I don't, surely, I mean, if, if, if God has no sense of humor, and it's, it's going to be that vindictive to start killing people and things off, you know, because you're not doing stuff to please him. I don't really want him to be a God, me be my God. You know, it doesn't do any good to pray to him anyway, because if what you're praying for isn't in accordance with his will, you know, if it isn't part of his plan, He's not going to give you what you're asking for. You know, the Lord's Prayer, uh, Jesus' prayer to his Father said, Thy will be done. It doesn't say my will be done. And they teach you to say stuff like, Not my will, but thine be done. Well, you know, if you can't ask for your will to be done, what's the point? I mean, he's going to be do his will anyway, regardless of whether you ask for it or not. So if you can't ask for your will to be done, what's the point of praying? You know, why should I pray for the plan to succeed if the plan is for all of us to die? And it is. You know, well, it's not the whole plan, but that's part of the plan. Uh, we're all going to die. And even if I were in favor of that plan, you know, why bother asking him to do what he's going to do anyway? <clears throat> or why bother asking them to do what they're going to do anyway? Or, or, or it? I don't know. If the plan is not for all of us to die, why did he put all that stuff like um, heroin and fentanyl and opioids in general you know in the world you don't have to be omniscient to know that that's going to kill a bunch of people you know this drug thing is really getting out of control I drove up for uh, Alex's um, well not funeral actually it's one of those things called a celebration of life they, uh, they had it at they rented a hall. It was an Elks Lodge hall in Cincinnati. And when I got up there, it wasn't open yet, and I needed a restroom really bad. So, you know, I went looking in the neighborhood for a public rest restroom. Went to the convenience store and said, sorry, we had to, we had to stop doing that um, because of all the drugs you know all, all the all the druggies I don't know what they did I guess they come in trash the place maybe they were in there shooting up or something I don't know said maybe the bar over there but I went I went across the street to the bar and the bar had a had a sign on the door said no public restroom how can you have a bar without a public restroom people go in there they you know especially if they're drinking beer or something they're gonna need to pee I don't know 
maybe it's maybe it's different if you go in and, and buy something and, 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 and then you can use the restroom. I don't know. I would have I would have bought a beer. You know, I felt like I needed a, a beer. Well, needed some alcohol of some kind, not particularly beer. But you know, no public restrooms in Cincinnati. And and you know, there are a few places in Lexington that are like that. I remember when Lexington was just a little you know, I mean, it was a bigger town than, than most other towns in Kentucky, but it wasn't a huge metropolis or anything, but it's really grown. <sighs> Is it going to get to where you can't even go to the restroom because of all the druggies? Yeah, it's just getting to be a jungle out there. But it's a jungle out there. There's sort of in confusion everywhere No one seems to care But I do Hey, who's in charge here? It's a jungle out there Poison in the very air you breathe You know what's in the water that you drink Well, I do And it's amazing People think I'm crazy Cause I worry all the time If you paid attention, you'd be worried you better pay attention or this world you love so much Might just kill you I could be wrong now, but I don't think so Cause it's a jungle out there It's a jungle out there 